Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Tibbs. 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 And today is part three of my social media deep dive, my thoughts on what the happenings of different social media platforms are, my take on things, where I think they're going, what I think they're doing well, what I think they're slipping on. Today, we are doing LinkedIn. Now, I'm going to I'm going to come straight to the forefront and say LinkedIn is by far my least favorite social media platform. And I don't want this to be holistically negative, just absolutely dunking on LinkedIn. I felt like I just absolutely dunked on Instagram last time. And then be real, I just didn't understand, you know, where they're going in the future. But today, LinkedIn is a platform that I feel like is trying to do too many things at once. And it's trying to be two separate things. And because it hasn't decided which one it's going to be, it doesn't do either of them particularly well. So to my understanding, LinkedIn came to the forefront and became a thing where all these social networks were developing. So you could go online and you could see what is my social interactions, like my social... relationships what are they doing in the digital space but there wasn't anything like that for your professional relationships so linkedin decided okay hey instead of instead of a platform dedicated to just social networks we're going to have a platform where you can professionally network and so the idea was you could have your profile of all your professional achievements your skills and then you can connect with people and they can endorse your skills and if somebody had a job open up they could go to LinkedIn and say hey I'm looking for somebody with these types of skills they could view your profile see that so-and-so that endorsed you and you guys have a similar connection and so it it took that what was once face-to-face networking of okay it's not what you know it's who you know and put a digital space for it which at the forefront, I think is a fantastic idea. Conceptually, I like the idea in LinkedIn. However, in practice, I think it falls apart greatly because in this day and age, there is a online social credit score, I guess you could say in, in roundabout terms. There's an online social credit score that you can earn and social influencers end up everywhere. And so LinkedIn is like too much of a social media, like a social network to be a good professional platform, but it's also too much of a professional platform to be a good social network. So the posts that you end up seeing on LinkedIn are this weird hodgepodge of like trying to be that influencer with a business spin but then also everything's like incredibly curated to look professional everybody seems like their posts are like a very specific script of oh my gosh like well they don't say oh my gosh 
I'm so excited for the next chapter of my life. I'm going to be working with X company. I really think what they're doing is great. That sort of thing. So the authenticity is is gone. It's it's completely out the window. It almost seems like everybody on LinkedIn is constantly in a job interview. So they're not being they're not being like at all themselves. Now, that's that's an issue with social media at large. People put on a facade, people make their lives look more interesting. They only post the positive, the inspirational, they only post the best image of themselves. But you can still see at least a little bit of personality there. LinkedIn, it's like you take that little bit of personality out of it where people are so prim and proper in what they're saying. And the only people that are allowed to be somewhat edgy on LinkedIn are freaking the the big time CEOs that are from companies that, you know, made the news for this or that. And they say the most asinine crap to just drum up the everyday man worker into like, yo, look at this guy, you know, all for the new work reform, that sort of stuff. It is, it is the most bizarre place I've ever online been to. Maybe not the most bizarre, but it is just a weird ecosystem. Sometimes I'm like, I just need a good laugh and I need to look at just the ridiculousness of how fake people are. So I'm like, I'm going to go to LinkedIn. Like what, what like, this is going to be kind of a crass word. What circle jerky stuff am I going to see on LinkedIn today? And let me tell you, if I have to see one more post from Dan Price on LinkedIn, I'm I'm going to lose it. Like Dan Price seems to be the the poster child of LinkedIn that everybody just oh, we love Dan Price. You know, he's CEO of this company in Washington. I forgot what the company's name is. And he took a massive pay cut. He was making millions a year and he took a massive pay cut and now he's only making like 75,000 and he made sure everybody on his team was only making like was making at least 75,000 so they can afford life, yada, yada, yada. That's great. The guy does one good thing and then people almost treat him like the savior of good work reform and what a business absolutely should be and just the pinnacle of treating your employees with respect and great ideas that are going to shift the work the working force into a happier healthier community where we're all getting paid is i can't i can't with dan price he might be a great guy he might be an awful person but i'm like why are we taking this one guy and putting him on like the pedestal of linkedin I don't get it. Well, Jason, like he actually does have good ideas. Like, okay, cool. I I just don't get why this one guy is plastered all over LinkedIn. And he's he's part of that upper echelon of like LinkedIn profiles that can say anything somewhat quote unquote edgy that I was talking about. Everybody I see I see Dan Price getting reposted or you know oh your connection five of your connections liked this post by dan price seven of your i don't know how dan price cornered linkedin 
actually I do know how Dan Price cornered LinkedIn because he did he did that exact thing where he's like I am just gonna say something well first off he did something that got in the news and then he's like if I can just drum up this rhetoric over and over on LinkedIn where people are like this is my professional world these are what I believe in a professional setting should be and how work work should work and all that sort of stuff and he's just like pandering and pandering and pandering these ideas that just get likes and upon likes upon likes where he's showing up on my feed all the time and i'm all for great work reform i think the 40-hour work week is a stupid idea that's well aged past its years i think the fact that ceos are making thousands of times more than you know your everyday worker at a company is just completely asinine like I don't even care if you're talking about the bagger at a grocery store and then the CEO of that major grocer conglomerate. I don't think people should be making that much money when we have so many different problems. And if they are making that much money, you know, we should, they should pay their fair share to make sure that this whole system of a society is, is working correctly. But I'm like, I'm like, you see too many of those posts on LinkedIn where it just, I don't know why. LinkedIn feels way more artificial than the rest of them do because nobody's genuine. Nobody's a hundred percent genuine in a job interview because in a job interview, you are assessing the company and the company is assessing you. And hopefully, I mean, at the very least, the candidate's trying to put their best foot forward to impress this company. Hopefully the company is trying to put their best foot forward to impress a potential candidate, but it's like, you can only go so deep in a job interview. And so you got to put on like your, your smiling face and your best quotes and not saying you got to lie your way through it, but you got to give your best examples of this is when I did something great in my job. I get it. You know, when you're hiring for somebody, you got to have some sort of process. And obviously the job interview process has been working well enough for companies that they continue to use it. If there was a better system, it probably would be widespread, but all of LinkedIn feels like a job interview. It all does. Everybody's post. None of them sound genuine. Now, LinkedIn, you can find jobs on LinkedIn. And I still think LinkedIn as its core great can be a great platform. I just think it needs to separate and remove itself a little bit from that like social media. Here's a professional influencer in the professional world posting the freaking three millionth LinkedIn post this month saying the same thing that gets so many likes like we need to not we I think LinkedIn needs to remove themselves from that just a little bit and go more towards the idea of these are your skills these are the people that can endorse your skills here's how your skills uh link to these professions here's where these endorsements on your skills like here's some careers that you could consider here's some careers that are currently open. Like you do get that, but I think the social media is just mucking it up a little bit. The other thing on Facebook, I only accept the friend. I only accept friend requests from people I actually know. And I only send friend requests to people I actually know on Instagram. I have my account private. So I only let people that actually know me follow me. And I tend to apart from like a couple of celebrities, I tend to only follow the people I know. On LinkedIn, I will get random notifications saying this person wants to connect to you. And I have zero connections to that person. There is no reason that me and this random person have any benefits to connecting. They don't know me. 
I don't know them. I don't know what skills they have. I don't, I've never heard of their name in my life. It's just some random person. They've probably never heard of me. They're probably just hitting connect on like every single person that they possibly can to just build what looks like this amazing professional network. That side of it also, where it's just these random connections and these random people reaching out to you, it almost feels like random robo spam callers. And I think LinkedIn needs to rein that in a little bit as well. Like, look, you can only send a connection to somebody if you have a connection in common, right? I'm tired of these random people trying to connect to me. Now, you might say like, oh, well, if somebody just starts out, how do they get their first connection? It's like, okay, give them, give them like a time period where you're like, okay, hey, in this time period, I can actually like build up the actual people I know of. And then at a certain point, I don't want these random people trying to connect with me. Now, granted, I never go on LinkedIn in the first place. I never post on LinkedIn. I never, occasionally I'll just read posts just to see what goofy stuff's happening, but I don't go on there. So I'm getting like zero benefit out of LinkedIn other than occasionally like from the times I've been looking for a job, I'll use LinkedIn to look for a job. But other than that, I just, I feel like it should be a tool and not a social network. And too much I see the social network side of it and not the actual like practical use case being a tool in my hands side of it. Now, we'll get into the part where I think, where does LinkedIn go from here? And this is the one that probably because I use it the least amount that I have the loosest guess as to where LinkedIn might head going into the future. Now, I think that LinkedIn might try to develop platforms and features that can be more utilized in a work from home environment. More people are working remote. You have companies like Zoom that were pretty much nameless and then pandemic hits and now they're the biggest name in video conferencing. I have people in my organization that hate Zoom and swear by Teams. Microsoft Teams. I mean, it's got Microsoft in the name. Google has tried a million different video conferencing platforms with a million different names and sometimes two different video chatting platforms had the same name but they were different things i don't know what what's going on with google and they're like video video messaging and video chatting and video conferencing platforms are doing they're a mess you also have webex which that one was i'm glad my work no longer uses that in any capacity because gosh webex was the worst in my opinion i think at least if i was linkedin I'd at least have like the conversation. Now it's it's totally okay if they say like, that's not our wheelhouse. That's not where we're gonna put time and effort into. Like I do believe you gotta specialize in something and, and really make it unique. But it wouldn't surprise me if someone at LinkedIn is having that conversation of, okay, we're a digital social network professional platform and people are working in professional settings a lot more digitally these days. How can we grab their use cases? Like what, what things do they need to do in a digital environment? How can we provide that service? Now, as it stands, the job posting, cool. The, I don't think it gets utilized as well as it should, but the endorsements of, of skills and abilities, cool. When it's, when it's actually used like networking, cool, awesome. 
I think LinkedIn's great for that. I was just, just barely, I was scrolling through my LinkedIn to see what my connections were posting so I could get ideas of things to talk about. And a kid I, well, a kid I grew up with, we're the same age. So a guy I grew up with in my neighborhood, he was like, hey, I'm just looking for different work opportunities if anybody knows anything. That's fantastic. That's what LinkedIn should be used for. That's what LinkedIn should be used for. That that professional connection. It's just too social media. Gosh, I'm going to talk circles on that because it bugs the heck out of me. I, I think that they need to add an area where it's like you can put your like you could actually put a portfolio onto LinkedIn. Maybe they have that and I just don't use it well enough. But it's one thing for people to be like, oh yeah, I I can sign off that he knows that particular skill. But even then it's like, oh, I could just log on to LinkedIn, go to my friend's profile and say like, oh, I endorse him for all of these different things. Yep, there's my endorsement. That endorsement doesn't really hold much weight. But if you had a place where you could like put your portfolio and you had an area in LinkedIn to say like, yes, this is actual legitimate work. Oh, this is actual legitimate work that I've put together to showcase my skills and abilities. That'd be interesting. Now, that's a, a little better for some professions than others, say like video editors or graphic designers or marketing. Um, it works a little better for their like customer success manager. I don't, I don't really know if, if I have like a portfolio of things I can put together to show my ability as a customer success manager who knows maybe maybe there is maybe i'm just not privy to it and i'm sure linkedin does events whether like physical or virtual they just i really do think they need to lean into that professional networking side of things the the professional networking side of things lean more into that i would use it more i would go on there more well me like Maybe not more, but I wouldn't be as repulsed by it when I'm on it. This, this it's just the social the social network trope side of it that I I really think is its biggest downfall. It's trying to be something it isn't, and it's stuck between these two worlds, and it's doing both worlds slightly poorly. Fall into one, and you can't fall into the social network side. Like they can't do that. They gotta fall more into that professional side. That's just my opinion. Because like. And again, maybe I just don't utilize it well enough, but it'd be really cool if I could utilize that as a tool. And if I thought of it as a tool where I really could go on there and be like, oh, I have these connections that know these people that do these things. Let me know, like, let me utilize that as a resource to try and get more information on that. I just, I don't see it as a platform to do that. I've never, I've never seen the benefit that LinkedIn is going to give me. I've never, I've never understood what LinkedIn is going to provide me. That's going to be beneficial to my professional career other than jobs are posted there. And you know, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta market for the lowest, lowest common denominator or the, the lowest percentile. But it's like, if I'm not understanding that a guy that, you know, has worked various different jobs for various different companies, uh, in various different roles that has even like worked for a a company that hires people for temp jobs so I kind of like understand the hiring process a little bit that's working his way up through his professional career that is a millennial of all things that grew up in the day and age of social media is becoming big like I grew up with Facebook pretty much it was like 12 when it came out or 
whereabouts. So it's like, I, I've seen that rise. If I, of all people, can't understand what benefit LinkedIn's going to give me, well, you're mi- you're missing something. Like, something's got to change. Because I want to like LinkedIn. I want to feel like it is it is actually a benefit to me and I can actually pull something from it and like further myself with it. Because let's be honest, all social medias are a giant waste of time. Again, I believe social medias as a whole are doing more negative for the world than positive. But at least Instagram, I'm like, oh, I can see what my friends are up to. Twitter, I can see what my friends are up to. Facebook, I can see what my friends are up to. LinkedIn, oh, I have some connections on there and they're all trying to say super inspirational work-related stuff to sound good, to look. Uh, I'm not really seeing what my friends are doing and there are these weird like, okay, I worked I worked with you two companies ago and I haven't thought about you since the day I left, but we're connected on here and I'm seeing Dan Price for the millionth time and uh, I mean, should I post more on there? Like, should I update my this and that on my profile and would people actually endorse me and could I actually like find a good networking opportunity on there? I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm not using it to like keep up with anybody. I ha- like it hasn't helped me get any job in my whole time. I've had it. I haven't gotten it like, oh, at the bare minimum with every other social network, I can say, oh yeah, I see what my friends are doing and it's cool to see what they're up to in their life. Or there's some cool people that make cool content on that. And I like consuming that content. Non-existent in LinkedIn, non-existent. So I would love if like a LinkedIn power user could just talk to me and say, hey, here's what you're missing on LinkedIn. Like here's the real benefit to what you want to do and how you can leverage it. That'd be that'd be interesting. I am willing to hear somebody out. I'm willing to give LinkedIn the benefit of the doubt. Just they got to go the more professional route. Drop the, drop the social network. Drop the, ooh. Anyway, next episode. I don't know. Either TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, one of those three. I think those are the last three I'm going to do. Um, if you want to check out more of the stuff I do, check out my website, jasontebs.com. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate, subscribe to the podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. Um, thanks for listening. More to come. Uh, I want to be, I want to get these social media network, social media, social network episodes. That was weird. Um, out pretty quickly, pretty consistently, just because they're all sort of related. Um, and yeah, I mean, this podcast goes over everything. So my coworker was scrolling through the other day and he was like, oh yeah, you were talking about this. So I, I, you know, it was an episode from like a year and a half ago. He was just flipping through and he, he found something that he was kind of interested that he listened to. There's such a wide array of topics on this podcast. I'm sure there's a little bit of something for everybody. <laughs> anyway, I'll catch you next time. Peace out.